previously on the Dave and Steve show. Guess where I was right then? Laying on my side, praying to God I didn't swallow. Yeah, he said like, oh yeah, you're going to have a maybe a strange taste in your mouth. And I remember saying, well, what does it taste like? What the hell is in me? I want it out for you ladies out there or for you guys who have never had to worry about anything remotely close to hair on balls or anything like that. Let me just tell you this. You nick a ball, you nick the sack in any way, shape or form. It's one of the hardest things to get to stop bleeding you will ever experience in your life. It doesn't it doesn't gush. It just won't stop. And yeah, so it, it reminds me of the uh, the Kool-Aid commercial where the, uh, the 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 jar of Kool-Aid comes smashing through the it's wall. Exactly. It's exactly like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly It's like the Kool-Aid for... man trying to break out of your sack but he can't quite get through the wall. You f Nancy's, you need to get shit together. You're a f bunch of crybabies and I'm not doing this more. I was just accosted by him, so I bit him in the face. I nobody's offered to shave me, but I would love to be shaved. It was poop and pee in a five-gallon bucket. They well, stood. You're trying to squeeze that much pee out. Some poop. <laughs> they stood on top of the locker room, waited for us to run out, and then dumped it. Watch t Tony Dow uh, delight you for a minute and a half on trampolines. <laughs> Okay, between the ball shaving and the poop and pee stories, like I say, yeah. classiest start to the show ever. Show number 58 of the Dave and Steve Show. I am Dave, sitting right alongside me, a mere 27 miles away is Steve. Oh. And from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom Tracy. Yeah, that was that was all really in the first five minutes of the show, pretty much. <laughs> off, off and running on show number 58. It did not take much effort to pull drops from last week. And I will also say this. So Steve's, as we mentioned last week, Steve's been working on a, a pretty substantial get as far as a guest goes. And he, he made my blood run cold last week in a text when he said that this guest wanted to listen to the show first. Because I, oh, yeah. I just knew for a fact that this guest was going to listen to that episode. That episode, and exactly. we would never oh. hear from that guest again. We should oh. have, we should yes. have a canned episode that is just we just feed right to somebody right away on the request. If you want, oh, to I, I certainly like. did that. I definitely did. I definitely did that. I, and I'm, I'm unclear which, which episode that would be. I'm saying that we need to craft that episode. This is like, you know, the episode we said we would do every week when we restarted this yeah, exactly. and never really yeah. did. That's we the one. Yeah. We, we need yeah. to stitch together all of our most vanilla, but still lively moments from the show. And that can be the one that we send to people. That, that would be a wonderful yeah. 15 so minute episode. Sound like a bunch of knuckle dragon, you know, you know, poop pirates. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there we go for the, the opening yeah. of next week's show. So yeah. we are we are um, here in the states. It's Memorial Day weekend. We are headed into a long weekend. We get Monday off here, and so it's really nice because for once the stars have sort of aligned. And from what I can tell, it's going to be a nice weekend, along with being a, an extended weekend. Seattle is pretty notorious for any time we have any type of long weekend. It just rains and it's awful the entire time. So right. at least we're going to get some nice weather out of this. But given that we're in this weird sort of middle ground of like just coming off the pandemic, not quite fully open, not really sure what to do. I don't have any plans. 
This is, I, I just, I'm just going to hang out and probably enjoy the weather. And that's about it. Are you guys doing anything for the extended weekend? Well, I, my, my middle son has friends coming over uh, from school and they're going to hang out. And that's important to him because that's, that's been hard to do. Right. To arrange right. kind of things outside of school. Yep. And so that's going to happen. And, uh, and, and I think even though that's not like a family outing or something like that, given the circumstances we're under, that's really, it means a lot to him. So it's, uh, we're, we're, I'm not excited we're, about it. But. We're, and Steve, I want to find out what you're going to do this weekend, if you're going to do anything, but we're in the same boat, Tracy, we've got, we actually have friends over right now. My son has a friend over and my daughter has a friend over. And this is the first time they've really had friends over in any substantial way in right. a long time so we're actually allowing those friends to spend two nights with us they're going to spend friday night and saturday night wait a minute and now that i think about it sunday night as well so they're going to go home on monday so they're spending three wow. nights with us and that's just because again one more night and i think you could adopt them I, in I, some states yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> uh so steve what about you anything over the extended weekend uh you know my my memorial day weekends notoriously get hijacked um it usually there is a there's an event on sunday that we have to do that like so any attempt to get away for the long weekend out of the question yeah um yeah. and and there and 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 it gets hijacked way early in the year so like um next week there will be an event planned uh for next year's yeah. memorial day on sunday so there's a Sunday event planned, um, but it'll be okay. It'll be a fun event. We'll we'll work it out. But it is make no mistake, it's the reason we don't do shit on <laughs> Memorial Day yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a there's a two and a half hour block of time that kills it, just kills it dead. So um, so we'll we'll pack a bunch of um, uh, home improvement stuff around it and, uh, and just call it good. So I wanted to ask too, speaking of, you know, coming off the pandemic, people are starting to get vaccinated. My son got his first shot as well. Steve, I know you mentioned last week, your son had his first shot. You play way more than any of us. We've all played in a band, but you've been far and away the most active. Do you have, is, are you talking to the band at all about starting to, to pick up dates or anything like that? Or have you guys not gotten to that point where you feel comfortable doing that yet? As a matter of fact, um, we, we're trying to line up rehearsals, but we did just book a, um, we did book a date at a bar at a club, uh, for July. Um, the, uh, I think, I don't know, the second, second weekend in July, like the 12th or 10th or something like that. Um, and, uh, one of us can't make it because they, they had some other, uh, thing going on, but we booked it anyway. So that we'll be, there'll be three of us plus a guest. So we wanted to play so badly that we're yeah. actually, we're bringing somebody else in to, uh, to play. And we have, we have, did you, at get, least um, wedding. Did you get Ace Freely? Cause that um, would have been really cool. He, he had, he had to be in the Poconos that oh yeah he could not be he could not be with us so um so yeah unfortunately we got uh uh stan lynch from uh tom petty's old band Uh, but uh how much i'm kidding we did not get stan lynch so you guys are you're you're gonna put a show together how many practices do you think you'll get in between now and the show 
Um, probably three, one, three, one or three, three one, one or three, but three, definitely one. not two. Okay, I was I was just curious because um, if you guys haven't looked into it, I've mentioned it a few times on here. You should kick around using the Jam Kazam to see if you can get that going because it's it actually works pretty well as far as remote band practices go. If you can't all get together or if it's difficult, so <laughs> something just to consider. We're planning on doing it um, here at the house. And I, th I think we'll we'll do it either outside or um, find a space inside something hybrid, and it'll be lower key. It won't be like a full on, uh, full on thing. Um, Wendy's actually talking about uh, doing some kind of a party at the end of June for my um, for my birthday, which I I have mixed feelings about. Um, and part of that would be probably having the band come over and play a little bit, so we can get warm and stuff. I mean, I'm not in shape. My, my hands are not ready to play. So did you, I, I, you, I mean, it, you felt maybe I'm wrong in this, but for a guy who played the drums a lot, it felt like during the pandemic, you didn't play the drums a lot. You kind of took I a break. From, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had the V drums set up and I would come out and I would play the V drums. <clears throat> not very much, uh, just uh, here and there. Uh, every so often there was a part of it that the kick drum wasn't working right. So I got that fixed. And now I, I hit them occasionally after this, after we record, I'm going to sit down and, 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 you know, just run a couple of songs and stuff. I have been, I have been working a little bit in developing drum parts for, uh, for original music for um, uh, a friend of mine and, and our project. Uh, but other than that, there's not much to that um, other than uh, you know, yeah, a, live, a live set is a different deal. Totally um, different. Yeah, deal. It's a, yeah. yeah. It's, you're something you need stamina for. I'm supposed to track, I'm supposed to record and track some drums <laughs> next week on Friday. And I, I need to get warm for that just so I'm not walking into a session cold and we have to do like 30 takes because I can't find out where the groove is. So Steve, let's, let's go nuts. back to this, this first live show that's coming up later in July though aside from the one-offs that you might do if you get together and jam for the birthday or whatever it might be, this show that's coming up in July, one of the things that I know about you and I've known about you for some time is you like a little bit of the flair in the show. You're the guy who you put lights around your drums or you have like a Peanuts lunchbox that you put out in front of your drums or you wear a crazy shirt or whatever it might be. It's not be obviously because you don't have the budget to build a goddamn roller coaster like tommy lee does i was about to say it's not at the level of a tommy lee showmanship because you you don't have access to that you can't make your well you probably could make your drum set rotate i guess if you wanted to but i'm i'm asking do you have any plans for the return as far as something something new that are, is going to blow people away as far as visuals with the drum set <laughs> I have a I, I already have a T-shirt picked out for the night, which is odd, but I, like I'm ready to go with that. Right. Um, and I do have a couple of um, I do have a couple of things that I'm excited about there. I'm kicking around a an idea for for a for a new snare drum that people will be oh okay whatever you nobody's but it'll it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal. Everybody's so, gonna be writing to mom about so, that. So a couple of couple of things to throw out for you. One is I've always liked it in the videos when they pour the milk on the drum heads and then hit that and the milk goes everywhere. So think about that. Another okay. one is <clears throat> confetti is my close second. You've you've seen the pirate ship at the fair that swings back and forth. Uh -huh. If you were centered on that thing, 
swinging back and forth behind everybody who's playing the other instruments that could be really cool so just i'll throw those out there if you want to use yeah. them great if you don't whatever you don't need to have a good show i mean it's up to you but if you want to have a good show i would say combine the milk and the pirate ship that that sounds like a lot of fun i've also thought about uh, putting like a white um a white drum head on my on my bass drum uh that faces out and then putting a projector on the inside of the bass drum to play along and just program that to have just really terrible um, video playing on a loop. You know what would make that better though? What would what, the, what? the milk in the pirate ship? That's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I feel I like know. you. I feel like you Your flew past this. Was yeah, you really good, but it was lacking a lot of milk and pirate ship. Yep. So what about if if not milk? What if I did Nutella and instead of a pirate ship um i did a horse See, like i was on the back of a horse at, at this stage i don't want to say there's no bad ideas but that's a bad idea the, okay. the good idea is the pirate ship in the milk yeah okay. I mean, the, the, one of the norms of collaboration is to allow people to just put things on the table yeah but but that was really stupid that was, yeah. okay okay yeah, so i mean i Noted. i'm I mean, we're going to try to do our best to listen and collaborate, but you got to bring something. I mean, yeah. we all have to, you know, make concessions here. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I, I need to, I need to get this figured out. I need to map some stuff out, some paper mache. Uh, you know, I need, now I need to source some milk. Um, so yeah. Okay. Source some cool. milk. <laughs> source some milk. It can't be just whatever I get at Safeway. That milk doesn't yeah. look right. That milk doesn't look right. It's that's, yeah, I, that's not performance level milk. I need non-pasteurized milk and that's illegal you can't you can't yeah, just buy i i get all my milk on craigslist yeah uh, that's i'm do you do you have a do you have a milk guy well do you have i have a couple of milk ladies okay but uh, i'll put you in touch okay okay well as long you know well i guess we'll just like meet in a mcdonald's parking lot and so, you know, so we'll give them money and they'll give me milk we've covered this week uh as far as upcoming weekend uh, we've talked about July a little bit. Steve, did you do anything last week? <laughs> I am so glad you asked. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's rare that I just hijack. No, it isn't rare. I do this a lot. Um, so uh, last week, something interesting happened. And 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 it did lead me to believe that this is, this is going to take us down a bit of a rabbit hole. Oh, wow. Um, so one of my Google alerts went off. And... Um, and I acted upon it. Okay. I do not have many Google alerts. I believe I have three. And, um, one of them is Seattle gondolas. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> because gotcha. I, because I like the idea of using gondolas instead of light rail for some parts of Seattle and they make a lot of sense and they're, and they're very cheap. Um, and, uh, uh so, uh, electric pickups, I have that. So that's not that big of a deal. A lot of people have that, but the third and the one that I acted upon was Costco ceviche. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with ceviche. David, you look like you're not familiar with ceviche. I have no idea what you're talking about right it now. It does okay. sound vaguely Italian. Okay. So does this have anything what, to do with milk and pirate ships? It does not. Okay. Actually, nope. Nope. All not right. really. Um, so what ceviche is, is it is a, it's a, usually it's a raw fish dish that is um, that is cooked in the citric acid of uh, lemon or lime and 
um, and usually mixed with like a like a pico de gallo type thing, like an onion and and pepper, and um, all brought together, and it stews in I'm, I'm, the. I'm getting angry right now, so this better pick up some momentum. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, if this isn't dumped on a on a drum head, real fast, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what I'm gonna do. You well, bring it in, Steve. Let's go. I've had this. I have had this Google alert for at least a year, probably two years, and nothing is nothing has happened. <laughs> nothing, and of course, nothing's happened. I, I am like Costco ceviche. That's what I want. I want if, if those two things are together, I want to know because I've had it and it's really good. It's really I, I could die. I could kill myself eating ceviche. That's how much okay. I love it. Mm. Um, and that's fish ceviche or shrimp ceviche. So I get a hit on that Google alert and I about lost my shit. Like I, <laughs> I am, I'm on a conference call and I, and I looked at my phone and, and it came up and it's like, he, see, he sees that alert and he spit sparkling uh, peach uh, <laughs> water right out, out of my mouth. mouth, just right out of my mouth. And I could not get to Costco fast enough to get, that ceviche and i did um and i'm now on i think my third but no second batch of ceviche and i and i and i'm working on my third soon um i really really like it and it showed up and it's just such a dumb thing to have a google yep. alert for yep and uh i'm and gonna really tell like you it. right now when this story started my hope was you you went towards fish and i was like okay maybe this is gonna take some kind of crazy turn but in the back of my head, my hope was that the story did not end with you just buying some of this fish and eating it. I thought there was going to be some twist, something crazy. I was holding out hope. Nope, you just you bought some fish and ate it. You took a bath in yep. it or something. That would have yeah, been awesome. You bought some but... fish and you ate it. So I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it home. And I am so excited to eat it today. We went, we went and got some today and, um, and I, and I grab it, I grab it out of the refrigerator and I'm going to, I'm going to have some. And I, and I look at Wendy and I said, Hey, do you want some of the ceviche? And she said, Oh, I think if I eat that, I'm going to puke. So she's not, she, and she'll eat it, but not today. Apparently I'm not, I'm not Tracy. How about you? I'm not a fish guy at all. In any way, shape, or form. I cannot tell you. I cannot think. Like, crab is probably the closest I get to, to fish. And I, I get that's not fish. I'm saying, as far as seafood goes, that's about the closest I'll flirt with fish. Otherwise, I have never found a fish dish that I enjoy. Yeah, I am. Um, uh, sockeye salmon is, uh, I like quite a bit. Um, and so much that. I will actually go to Alaska and pull the stupid things out of the river, have them processed and, and bring them home. And I'll pay a lot of money for that yeah. privilege. I mean, I'll bring home more than I can eat. Um, and, uh, and, and then I just take a bath in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so no, I mean, it's like, uh, I've, uh, given some to, uh, uh, the gospel mission up in Everett, uh, cause I, yeah, I come home with like hundred, a couple hundred pounds of uh salmon so wow. i it's more than i can even put in my uh freezer so uh it's a uh, um i and that's that's what i like i like most um but no i'm not I, I don't like most like i don't like most fish 
really in general. Yeah. I mean, a cod sometimes, or uh, but I mean a lot of a lot of like restaurant fish food. I've always just is is just a is kind of like uh, pub food in a lot of ways. And unless you're just consuming a lot of beer, I don't I'm not interested in. Yeah, it. and now that you've said pub food, I will <clears> eat <throat> I will eat the shit out of fish and chips. That's yeah. I guess that's the I guess that's the fish I will eat. But that's not really fish. That's you can deep fry and yeah, we, bread. We don't know what it is. Yeah, you can bread and deep fry anything, and it just tastes like <clears throat> bread and deep fried anything. Like I, I'm fine with that. But yeah, I, I just, I, Steve, do you remember? This is really, you and I used to fish as kids, but we didn't ever really eat the fish. At least I didn't. Typically, what would happen is if I, if I managed to catch a fish from one of the little streams nearby, I'd bring it home, and my mom would put it in tin foil and put it in the freezer. And then two years later, we'd throw it out the, the freezer burned fish that was still in the freezer. And yeah. and then you and I went once your parents took me deep sea fishing, yeah. which was really fun. Other than us all getting incredibly sick and barfing off the side of the boat. Right. It was it was incredibly fun, but I didn't have any desire to eat the fish. It wasn't about eating the fish. It was just about this new experience of going out and deep sea fishing in the ocean. So. I, 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 I don't know. I'm just not a fish guy. I can't do fish. Yeah. It, it, trout is especially like pond trout is not spectacular. You're you eating really, mud. You have to eat. I mean, you have to really prepare it right to make it work. And we ate, we ate some of those fish, you know, I'd, I'd bring them home and, and we would eat some of them. A lot of them ended up in the freezer and did not get yeah. prepared. Yeah. Um, but we also ate a bunch. We ate a ton of that rockfish and stuff that we caught when we were out there deep sea fishing because we we could prepare it really easily with like some you know breadcrumbs and whatever. But yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, it's not. Some people just really don't like the fishy stuff, and fish is one I like things, it. <laughs> fish is one of those things where it smells like what it is yeah. when it's bad. No doubt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because when you say something smells fishy, that's not a compliment, even to fish. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tracy, yeah. how about you? Anything last week that doesn't well, you have know, to I, do with my fish? house? I I have not put away things um, yet after having my entire house just kind of taken apart, and even in this room, it's still except for this new desk that I have, which allows me to stand um, right now. But one of the things that's really kind of cool is among the things that are out is my entire childhood. My entire childhood is now accessible to me for the first time in, in, in many ages. And what I mean is that my dad being a photographer decided to put my childhood on what amounts to a three and a half inch disc of photography. And yeah. that of course I'm saying is the slide. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I have my entire childhood, which I've almost never seen is on slides. Other than that, I have four photos of me younger than age 10. I have uh, to assume there's a service, right? That can take a slide and turn it into a print photo. You know, there is. Um, and it's something that we've, we've talked about to some degree, but when you have these things kind of in storage, just like how you had our podcast gear in storage, yeah, it's out yeah. of sight, out of mind or whatever. Of course, yeah. So I have it out and I have a flatbed scanner with the ability to, to do photos. And so I began to pull out some photos and discovered that there might have been a time that I actually loved my brother and sister yeah. and enjoyed spending time with my mom and dad. Now, who can know in a split second that a camera shutter is able to capture? Right. It's, it's really hard yeah. to know. But it would appear 
to a neutral party who didn't know what was going on, that there were moments where we enjoyed spending time with each other. And that was a revelation to me. Yeah. You guys know, I mean, so I have terrible memory. I've said this many times. It's awful. But speaking to what you said, Tracy, as far as like pulling out old memories that are out of sight, out of mind, not too long ago. I mean, it's been six months ago or so. My mom came for a visit. And when she came for a visit, she had this big cardboard, this ratty looking cardboard box. And she set it down and she said, this is yours. And I didn't know if you'd want it. And I opened it up. I'm looking at it right now. It's sitting across the room from me. But I opened it up and inside. So my dad was a trucker. He drove truck for the first 15 years, 16 years of my life. <clears throat> and so anytime he was on the road, he would, well, not anytime, but a lot of times, especially if he had to be gone for several days, he would bring back gifts. And for me, it was always some kind of truck related toy or something like that. Cause I thought it was awesome. I thought he was a hero cause he drove the big semi truck. And so it was perfect. So he brings me this, <laughs> it's called Jimbo Billy Bob's country swing machine. It is, a, <laughs> it is a, it is a truck and trailer driven by one Jimbo Billy Bob. It came with one of those little square plastic 45 records <clears throat> that had the official Jimbo Billy Bob theme song on it. Now that I don't have anymore. That didn't that didn't make it. Uh, all I have is the truck. But it had a little plastic action figure of Jimbo Billy Bob. It had a stage. He had a guitar that he hung around himself. Like this was the real deal. And th the story behind this guy was that and it said it in the song. He would drive town to town and he would perform for these people on the top of his truck. And so for, for me as a kid, I was like, this, this is amazing. This is the most amazing thing. And I put the record on and I pretend to be Jimbo Billy Bob dancing around on the truck. So she, I opened this up and I look inside this thing and I got, I got emotional when I saw Jimbo Billy Bob's country swing machine in this box because all those, uh, it, it, if she had never brought that over, I would have never thought of that truck again. I would have never thought of Jimbo Billy Bob again, but because she brought it over, now it's sitting as a nice, awesome reminder in my office and always will. So it's, it is, it's that kind of thing. It's just like you said with your, your brother and sister. Are you, are you trying to look up Jimbo Billy Bob right now? Yes, of course he is. And he's also yeah. muted. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I was trying to quietly look for Jimbo oh. Billy Bob's swing gotcha. machine, hoping yeah. that the internet did not <laughs> betray yeah. me with something yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you type in swing machine, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> so it is what you said, though, Tracy, of like, you <clears throat> you remember the times of like, oh, yeah, the, it, it sparks a memory. <clears throat> it sparks all those it, things. It, it really does. And it, it's really weird, like, when, because you, you we tend to summarize we everything our memories tend to be at a summary level and some things just go away and so when we look at these snapshots of reality that are that are different than we remember or exist another another example is like uh my wife was in a video game uh phantasmagoria 2 which was uh, that was a video that was a video game that was known for it's like kind of like violence and sex yeah, and stuff yeah. like that so she had some like pictures that she had taken when she was you know dressing up to be in this uh video game and so it was really kind of cool because you know she was very young and i remember it was kind of cool going through these photos because it really reminded me of like one time i bought this sports car from uh a friend's brother who's in the army and it the car had been through some crap, you know, but yeah. so I bought it from him, but he sent me pictures of like when it was looking good. 
uh, you know, when it was new and it hadn't been through all the uh, yeah. crap. So uh, anyway, I, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to, I don't know why I'm telling that story, but well, uh, I, I'm just trying to definitely no correlation to my other story about the pictures <laughs> of my wife when she was younger. <laughs> Absolutely not at all. But um, wait, wait, I forgot what I was talking about. Where were we? <laughs> <clears throat> you were talking about how much better your wife looked when she was young and in a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when uh, when somebody else was driving her around, <clears throat> she was uh, looking pretty good yeah. in those photos. But uh, that was before. Steve, uh, Steve always gets nervous. He does the same thing with me. I can see the nervousness on Steve's face when you start, like, slagging on the wife a little bit. The, the thing is, like, after all these years, my wife... My wife has, she wears a invisible suit of armor when it comes to my jabs and my sarcasm and my jokes. It does not phase her at all. And we've had, we've had people who, you know, recently, well, not recently, but in the last three years, we've moved. We moved to a new town and we met all new people. And we had like, my son was playing lacrosse. And so we met all these lacrosse families. And I've had parents, I have one, we're great friends with them now. But the wife in particular was like, I thought you were the biggest dick when I met you because of the things you said to your wife. And she said, I actually went to your wife and was like, Dave's really hard on you. And she said, once Tessa said, no, this is just how he is. And this is the banter we have back and forth. She was like, it completely. But at first from afar, I thought, and listen, I am a dick, but not, not to the level she thought I was. She thought like this was a intervention time. Like, should we step in and save Tessa type of thing? And now that they've seen us and interacted with us enough to know that she gives me just as much shit back in a different way, they're to they get it and we're all great friends and everybody's. But it is that kind of thing of like, Steve has, he's known me since preschool. We've known each other forever. He's known my wife forever. I've known his wife forever. And yet when we start doing that type of jab at each other, it freaks him out. It has always freaked him out. And I know for a fact, Tracy, you and Amber, like you would make the same jokes in front of her that you would on this podcast. And she would yes. laugh it off and say, you're an idiot. And she'd walk out of the room. Like, it, yeah, the particularly the uh, idiot part. That's yeah, definitely right. Right. So it is it is just a little it's a little different. But Steve, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if we make you uncomfortable at times. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody's everybody's taken care of. No, there's not there's not any there's not any microaggressions. There's not nobody's going to go to HR. Yeah. My my, yeah. my wife my wife and I have been married for 46 years. If she really believed any of the stuff I said or really saw me as any kind of threat, she would have been gone a long time ago. So, I think we're I, okay. I I've, I've been alive for 46 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but I haven't been married for 46 years. Yeah. We've been married 46 years, believe it or not. That's, uh, that's amazing. That's, it's, that's a... Yeah, it's we, we make it work somehow. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from one of our sponsors on the Dave and Steve show, and we'll be back right after this. Everybody knows you get the best deal at Larry's. If you're looking for great value and a good steak, Larry's is the place. We got new inventory coming in on Monday, so all these steak dinners have to go. I don't have room for all these steaks on the showroom floor, so we're pricing them to move, move, move. I got a T-bone here with optional potatoes and asparagus. Don't like asparagus? We got the same steak with broccoli or corn for the same price. Mention this ad and we'll undercoat it with A1 sauce for nothing. That's right, nothing. 
Corporate sent us a big truck full of lobster by mistake. Send it back? Hell no! Our loss is your gain. Get a butter-dipped Australian lobster tail for just $13.99. That's right, $13.99! At Larry's, you don't need to be a big spender. We have burgers and sandwiches for the economy class. No down payment, no credit? Who cares? It's just freaking dinner. We are the last food dealership in town that will take your third-party checks. Got other food at your house? We'll give you top dollar for your trade. Come see us right now at Larry's New and Used Steaks at the end of Auto Row in Auburn. Handling extremely disappointing news can be one of life's more difficult challenges. Young children are often told the rhyme, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. But this rhyme falls short where it fails to account for life's outcomes that fail our expectations even after we've devoted ourselves to considerable commitment and hard work. Life events like relationship breakups, a change in career status, and being accepted to Dartmouth are just some of the examples of how life can throw you tough situations and leave you questioning who you really are. When life gives you lemons, it's time to make lemonade. And if you don't like lemonade, then maybe you need to accept that you're probably among the smartest people in a gathering of huge losers. This has been Tracy's Guide to Dealing with Extreme Disappointment. Minute. Hey, how about next week you do a minute on how to deal with lawsuits from copyright infringement for playing songs by the Rolling Stones on a podcast? Fair use. <laughs> so, I, so I am I am racking my brain trying to figure out uh, who who that's kicking in the nuts this week. Um, I can't figure it out. What what's that for? Am I supposed to be offended? I no, 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 no. Not you. I cannot believe that you are looking for. A reason to be offended yeah. by my minutes. Yeah, it's Steve is Sometimes always. Sometimes they're just covering subjects that we've covered, so that listeners who missed last week's show, and they often do because our listeners, while very loyal, often are have their own lives and try to catch up. So when they catch up with the newest one, I I, I leak back to when we covered you know other topics like the disappointment of uh, being accepted to you know Brown. Not, not not everything is about you either, Steve. I've told you this as long as I've known you. Not everything is about you. So uh, you know what? Surprisingly, I think we can find a way to make it about me, though. Like it, I, I think if we if we try if we all try hard, we can make it about me. You think so? All right. No. Well, we'll no. we'll see what we can do. Hey, so it is. Speaking of people being busy, people having their own lives, we're headed into a three day weekend. Shows typically go up on Monday. We're posting this show on the Monday of a three-day weekend here in the States, which means absolutely nobody will listen to this show. So we're going to make things short and sweet. We're going to hit the headlines, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show news desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines. Yeah! Our first story, a shocked tanning salon customer found a dead woman on a sunbed after she had visited the solarium in austria for a two-hour session 
The client made oh. the grim discovery of the 50-year-old woman in one of the tanning cubicles of a salon in Austrian town in the district of Jennersdorf uh, in Bergenland. The 50-year-old woman uh, was found dead after visiting the salon following the two hours that she was in the bed. Uh, in the bed in what town? That was uh, in the uh, the district of Jennersdorf in Bergenland. Jennersdorf in Bergenland? Jennersdorf in Bergenland, yeah. Can I get that just one more time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Emergency okay. uh, services rushed to the scene, but the woman could not be saved. The alarmed customer who found the body had become suspicious as the cubicle said it was in use, but no noise could be heard inside. I am the only... I am more shocked that people in this day and age use tanning beds than I am that people smoke. At least smoking has... I'm shocked that people still take up smoking in the first place, given all that we know about smoking. But at least smoking has an addictive chemical in it that makes it hard to stop once you've started. I do not understand why in this day and age, with everything that we know, someone would willingly climb into a tanning bed, whether risk of death or not, just the fact that we know how awful those things are for you, how, how, how much, how vain do you have to be to still get in a tanning bed? It blows me away. You can't get me into one now, but I will tell you that before we went to Hawaii for my uh, wedding, I was concerned that my pasty white skin was going to, you know, be burned and not have some kind of a layer. So I went in and I'd never done it before. I'd never, and I didn't know what to do. Um, I went in and they said, Oh, have you ever done this? I said, absolutely not. I don't want to burn. What should I do? Um, and they said, Oh, okay. Just go in for, uh, go in for a couple of minutes and, uh, and come on out. And, um, there's, you know, there's new bulbs in there and everything and, and you should be good. So I went in and I came out burned to a crisp. <laughs> I was burned so badly, so badly. And I, and the next day I tried to take a shower and my skin was so hot. The water was evaporating before it even got. Me. <laughs> that's, that's. And then we went, terrible. and then we went to your wedding in Hawaii and got sunburned horrifically badly. Oh God. I, Oh yeah, absolutely. First of all, um, sun, uh, Sunblock, uh, a lot of it has a pull date. Yeah, and if you use it past the pull date, it it doesn't work. So I, luckily, I had used, um, I had used some one kind on my arms and another kind on my back, and the kind on my back was was no good. Well, so here's the thing: I'm not looking to shame anybody. <clears throat> oh no! But there was a no, person no. on this trip who we were putting the stuff that you mentioned on our arms. And this person said, no, 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 no. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm well-versed in Hawaii. I've, you know, I've, I've, I'm a person of Hawaii. Trust me on this. You want to use this kind of sunscreen. And I know the kind it is, but I don't, we don't need to mention yeah. it. It doesn't matter. It wasn't you, the sunscreen's <clears throat> fault that it was expired. You need to use this sunscreen. And we were all like, oh, okay, well, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Sure. Slather us up, put this on. Burnt to a crisp only to find out that that sunscreen probably is pretty good if it hasn't yeah. expired. Yeah, and exactly. This had, so we listened to the expert on this, and we all burnt to a crisp. But Steve, how many years ago was that wedding? How long have you guys been married? 20. 
Okay, you know, so it, it, yeah, it was like 20 years ago. So 20 years ago was probably the last time I had my shirt off in the sunlight. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, I've had my shirt off uh, walking around the house or whatever, getting out of the shower, of course, those types of things. But outside in the sun, in direct sunlight, that's probably the last time. So I'm going to Hawaii at the end of July. I will mm-hmm. not be getting into a tanning bed. If I have to bring extra strength, and if I have to look like an idiot because I've got some kind of weird farmer's tan, that's totally fine too. I don't, I don't care. I'm not getting in a tanning bed. I did not. Um, I, when I went to Hawaii last year, I didn't, not last year, the year before, I did not go shirtless. I had a really nice swim shirt that, um, sure. that, I, that I loved. Like it was, it was really fantastic and it actually it fit well. I looked good in it and um, and it was better than than sunblock. And I was very, very comfortable. I would recommend looking into that um, because it's 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 comfortable to swim in, to surf in, whatever you want to do. I, I probably will. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make the real college try of getting into shape enough by that trip to where I feel good without a shirt on. But I'll probably I'll probably pull anchor at the very last second and order the shirt because i didn't i didn't quite make it so yeah they're we'll great we'll see how it goes but uh sorry tracy please continue no i don't i was just fascinated by this discussion yeah me <laughs> tanning beds me neither anyway the woman's dead uh southwestern <laughs> ohio woman <clears throat> won the state's first one million dollar vax a million vaccination incentive prize while a dayton area teen was awarded the first full ride scholarship offered by the program uh, the state announced Wednesday night. All for it. Please keep incentivizing. <clears throat> Do all these things. But how stupid are we as humans that we have to be incentivized to get a vaccine that will prevent us from dying and spreading a pandemic and all the things that come along with that? We have to we have to offer up prizes in order to woo people to not die. Yeah, I, I, you're. How stupid are we that we are? I believe we're that stupid. That that's the that's one <laughs> yeah, of the right. that's the mark. That's the mark on the stick. Yeah, that's yeah. the answers yeah. in the question. Yes. Yeah. So the winners were selected in a random drawing Monday, and had their information confirmed in the formal announcement at the end of Ohio's uh, lottery's cash explosion TV show. The lottery announced that uh, Abigail. Buginski of Silverton near Cincinnati was the $1 million winner and Joseph Castello of Englewood near Dayton was the winner of the scholarship. Hmm. Well, good for them. Yep. Yeah. So Ohio Lieutenant Governor Honey Boo Boo was on hand to congratulate the prize winners. <laughs> it's a call back to a couple episodes. If you, if you don't know what Tracy's talking about, go back and listen to the archives. Oh, gosh. In a, in a more serious story, Lego larceny may be on the rise. French police have been investigating an international ring of toy thieves with a particular affinity for the colorful interlocking bricks, according to a recent report from England's The Guardian. In this case, three suspects were caught taking boxes of Legos from a toy shop near Paris with the goal of selling them in Poland. Oh, well, yeah. Well, listen. To this day, I am shocked by the price of Legos. The cost of the average set of Legos absolutely blows me away because they are little plastic bricks. And yet to 
I mean, pick your Steve. You know, you've you've put together a lot of uh, Lego sets of General Lee and lots of other things like that. That's that's kind of your bag is to find borderline racist shows that have Lego sets right. put together. Good. It's your hobby, <laughs> but right. but even like the General Lee, right? That's gonna that's gonna set you back. What Steve? Hundred and twenty-five buck and a quarter, <laughs> buck fifty. What are we looking at? Probably if you can, if you can find one, I don't, I don't remember that. I, I, my son and wife put together a lot of Legos, but once they started get, I like to free form. Like I just want the regular bricks and I just want to build my own stuff. But my wife and son love the sets and they love to put them together and they're very intricate and they have a lot of detail. There's really, really cool, but they're super expensive. Those little Daisy Dukes on with that (laughs) They're they're, yeah. they're super expensive, and to your point, Steve, they're basically at that point paint by numbers. You have the exact yeah. number of pieces you need. They tell you exactly where to put them. You wind up with something very cool and awesome at yeah. the end of it, but it is not like when you and I were growing up and we would just get the giant box of whatevers and figure out yeah. how to make something out of them. It's not super creative. It's really more. It's just. It's you're just building a model. Yeah. Really. It's, it's it's zen. I mean, it's you're yeah. you're chilling and relaxing. But yeah. So anyway, Tracy, the French people so want to buy. Not, it's not just in Europe. Lego rob- robberies have been in the United States as well. Last month, a man in Oregon was arrested after police suspected that he stole seven thousand five hundred dollars worth of the Lego toys. That's three General Lees. Is that is that yeah. Salem or like out of the Clackamas Mall? That, that's well it's a willamette area so yeah clackamas yeah. small yep so salem so uh there might be a whole black market for the bricks according to lego specialist gerben van Euken. uh well that's very difficult to prove he said that there's a black market however there is an enormous amount of collectors out there who are missing out on certain sets right now and are willing to pay a lot of money for these sets there's a the the thing that always blows me away is the Lego engineers who like if you go to Disneyland there's a, a Disney I forget what they even call it like a Disney walk outside of Disneyland with all these different stores and one of them is a Lego store and that Lego store has giant intricate like dragons coming out of the top of it and big knights in armor and all that kind of stuff that's impressive yeah that it is one of those things where like there's no instruction manual for that there's no put this piece here and put this piece here. it's none of that it is just hey, we need a dragon made out of Legos from the top of... And so I'm always curious if they use computer algorithms or anything like that, if there's some kind of trick to putting them together or if, they just, if they're literally sculptors with Legos and they know how to do this stuff. I, I don't know, but I don't care. Well, it'd, be gr- it'd be great to have one of them on the, uh, on the show. Well, not after I said I don't care. So maybe I do <clears throat> care. I really care. We, just, we will not direct them to this episode. Perfect. We'd love to have you on. Here's an episode where we tell you that we didn't care about what you're about to say. (laughs) Excellent. So we'd love to have you. A four-story California man was arrested Monday after allegedly firing his gun in the air to prevent a neighbor's dog from mauling his pet duck. Escalon police said they responded to reports of gunshots in the morning and arrested the culprit named Clinton Wilson, who was later charged with reckless endangerment stemming from willfully discharging a firearm in a grossly negligent manner. Where where are they from? Uh, Yeah, where were they from? Uh, I don't know. Okay, because I I just wanted to put the right accent to it when I'm like, get away from my duck! Get away from my duck! That's definitely a Ventura. That's a a Ventura accent for sure in California. Get away from my duck! (laughs) 
Yeah, it's very Orange County. So the bizarre incident occurred at 9.15 a.m. whereupon the neighbor's dog allegedly bit Wilson's pet dog, reportedly leaving the fine-feathered friend with a broken leg. Upon noticing his duck buddy was unable to walk, the aggrieved man reportedly went into his house and retrieved his 38 caliber pistol, according to police. He then left his house and proceeded to discharge the weapon in the air and yell at his neighbor. So... Um, the, you know, the, you know, terrible, terrible crime. I'm sorry. The duck was in, injured. Where do you, how, where do you, where do you source a veterinarian? Because you, you can go, you can walk into a dozen vet uh, clinics at, with a duck and they'll be like, uh, take it down the street. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Yeah, we don't we don't do we don't do foul. This is um, something that's always fascinated me about veterinarians in general is you think about on any given day, they're going to see a lizard, a boar, a duck, a dog, a cat, a horse like they they have everything coming in there. And I guess I guess it all sort of I guess it all sort of works the same. Uh, just bigger well, band-aids. They do specialize a little bit like the Like my the the veterinarian that lives next door to us. Um, to, to treat her horse, she hires another vet to come and work on her horse. So she's, she's much more, you know, comfortable with, uh, you know, dogs and cats or maybe, you know, maybe the odd hamster or whatever that comes in. But, but I think they do specialize just a little bit. Um, I, you know, like, how do you know it? Like, I think my snake is sick. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Like you got how the hell do you know? Yeah, that's absolutely. I've always like I've owned lizards and things before. And when they start to get sick, you just kind of take them in and they they take them in the back and they come back and they say, like, yeah, it's a vitamin deficiency or whatever. Like, do they just walk in the back and wait for a few minutes and come back out and tell you, like, hey, go buy that? Definitely. That's what I would do. (laughs) Right. right, Because like it's been about five minutes. I think that's enough to squeeze a four hundred dollar. Maybe. Yeah, no kidding. Maybe once you get into an expensive horse, maybe. But when you think about the average household pet, even a dog, you're not going to look to sue your veterinarian if they say your dog is fine There's not, or, or, or your dog has this condition and in fact your dog has cancer and they've misdiagnosed it. You don't know. Your dog just dies. And then you're like, well, the dog died and they said it had cancer, so I'm assuming cancer. And I know you can get autopsies and all that kind of stuff. The point is... I think a lot of veterinarians get by by just basically doing exactly that. They walk in the back room, they hold the pet for 10 minutes to come back out and they say, yeah, here's what it is. Buy the science diet food off the, the shelf for 500 bucks and you're on your way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, uh, the bag of uh, snake food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, snake food. Yeah. Anyway, that's the news fellas. <laughs> right. I expect you to, I always expect you to end on some zinger. And then when you end on that's the news, that's it. It always throws me off a little bit. Sorry, I didn't. Uh... He probably just got tired of us interrupting his stories. Yeah, no, exactly. the, 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 the the stories are simply just a pretext to the to the uh, banter. That's all. I got a. I'm about five minutes away, I think, from having a pizza delivered. Uh, I <clears throat> I helped out a a kid who was he's a senior this year, going into college. He wants to get into video games. So I helped him set up like job shadows where I work and kind of work through all that. So as a nice gift, it was very nice, very thoughtful. He sent me a $50 uh, Grubhub certificate, mm. whatever, gift card. That's sure. fantastic. Unfortunately, I don't use Grubhub a lot, and I didn't realize that Grubhub is ridiculously expensive. So 
for the 60 bucks worth of pizza that I got for the family and for the, the kids that we've got staying here, it was over $100 by the time yeah. you add tax and tip and fees and all that kind of stuff. So the $50 gift card that I got paid for almost half of what the Grubhub would be. And we didn't, this is not extravagant food that we ordered. We ordered pizza. Yeah. So I still, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that those premiums come down a little bit once everybody is kind of able to venture out a lot more and go get, and we're not so reliant on having things like this delivered to our house, but I doubt it. I think I'm going to always be paying over a hundred bucks to get pizza for six people. Yeah. I think, I think once they discover you're willing to pay that amount, then I, I think that's over. So according to Tracy, if you tune in next week, we should have a guest. Oh yeah. If we don't have a guest next week, it is Tracy's fault. Yeah. That's, that's undeniable. So, so you're just going to have to tune in. And then the guest Steve's been working on, we'll probably never hear from that guest again. Cause that guest actually listened to our show. <laughs> yeah. That's something we're going to have to work on. Yeah. So yeah. there's, there's yeah. a very good chance that guest is never on the show, but we'll find some other guests along the way. So tune in next week. We've got a special guest who's going to be joining us. And until then, Tracy, anything else from you? Nope. Have a good Memorial day, everyone. Or by the time you hear this it is Memorial day and, well, whatever. I hope it was good. Shut hope up. You, hope your day's good. <laughs> Great. Just, Steve, anything from, anything from you? No. No, not Great. at all. Great. No, you know, no, no. Yeah. What? No. All right. For Tracy, for Steve, for me, Dave, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Dave and Steve Show. <laughs> <laughs>